It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Hello, and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Your host here, Robert Manny, welcoming you back. We're on KCAA 106.5, 102.3, and 10.50 a.m., as well as all over the other platforms on the internet for the podcast portion of the show, iTunes and Stitcher and Spreaker and TuneIn, Blog Talk Radio. We've done over 350 podcasts before we got on to KCAA, and we're having a great time. This is the place where, where men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. It all started with my novel, A Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which is a rom-com. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's been called the male sex in the city. And the reason I'm talking about that up front in the show is that we have a we're going back to our roots. We have a dating expert who predominantly works with women. Uh, she's up in Northern California. Her name is Raika Yagme, and um, she is fantastic. And she's also an opera singer, too. She has a lovely voice, and she's done some of the sound bits for our show. So she, I'm going to bring her on in a couple of minutes. But let's talk a little bit about love right now. And sometimes it's tricky for guys because, uh, you know, this is a time where uh, it's tough to be a guy. Some guys feel like they're under siege between Me Too and the Gillette ad and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. I've been nice to women. Yes, you have, I'm sure, most of you guys. But um, there's been some mistreatment of women for not days and weeks and months and years, but for centuries. And now a lot of it's coming to a head and a light is shining on it. And um, if you're a good guy, just keep being a good guy and things will work out fine. You may have to, every once in a while, hold your tongue. It's a good time to listen and be empathetic with what's been going on with women over the years. And I think if you do that, you'll be very successful with the opposite sex. So I'm going to start out the show. I'm actually going to give a couple of pointers, my old guy's guy style. And a guy's guy is really an updated modern man, um, a man in the best sense of the word, casually confident. Strong, but in an unassuming way, has a lot of integrity, which is in rare a rare resource these days. And integrity can be a seductive trait, um, emotional intelligence, and a style that's timeless. So if you're a guy's guy, um, you're going to be successful with the ladies, I'm sure. And also be a gentleman, of course. And let me give you a couple of tips. I get asked because of my novel, which is about relationships. And the fact that I've interviewed so many relationship experts on the show, they ask me, hey, do you, uh, you know, you do training, you work with guys, do you like wingman and all that? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm on the airwaves. I've got my book. I've got my blog at robertmanny.com. And um, I, I, I just put it out there. So um, I'm not charging money for you to be your wingman, but I will give you a couple of tips. So I'm going to give you some tips today in terms of how to best connect with women. And I'll give you the best tip, number one, the two words that I've learned that are the most valuable you'll ever hear in terms of how to have great relationships with women. Pay attention. Those are the words, pay attention. I'll tell you how I found out. I was dating my the woman who turned out to be my wife. We went out at about three dates and I said to her, I'm having such a great time. I've had a lot of different relationships, some good, some bad, but I want this one to work. What do I need to do? We were out to dinner. She put her fork down. She looked me in the eye. She said, pay attention. And I said, oh, okay, is that it? She said, that's it. And you know what? She still reminds me because uh, I've never had better advice 
about how to connect with the opposite sex than pay attention, particularly if you're a guy, because women pay attention. Sometimes it seems like they're paying too close attention to us, but um, men are not that great at paying attention. So that's number one. If you forget all the others, that's okay. The others are as follows. Make sure you manage all the dating apps and all that stuff. Don't go out on too, don't date too many women at the same time. It gets too frenetic. If you can, date one one or two women at the same time and then decide what you're going to do. Just don't overextend yourself. Um, then you're going to set up that first date. Keep it casual. Pick up the check on the first date if you're a guy. Just get that out of the way. After that, you can figure out who's going to pay for what. Um, and then keep it fun and keep it romantic. If you ever start to think that dating is too much like business, just think about the movie Swingers and Vince Vaughn and, you know, be money make it fun and have a good time because dating should be a fun sport. And nowadays people are taking it really seriously. And um, I think you want a little mystery, you want a little romance and you want dating to be fun. Hey, this is life. What can be better if you're a guy than meeting a new woman who's attract, you find her attractive, she's smart, she's fun to be with. And what can be better than that? So just keep that in mind, make it fun. It's a gift. We're here to have a good time on this planet, to learn a lot of lessons, of course, but we're here to enjoy ourselves, so let's do that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to bring out my special guest, relationship coach Raika Yagmai, and we'll be right back at Guys Guys Radio. Dating and relationships is kind of the core, the bedrock, the foundation of the whole guys, guys movement where men and women can be at their best. Everyone wins. And again, it all started with my novel about relationships called The Guys, Guys, Guide to Love. We'll talk about that a little later. But one of my favorite and relationship experts, uh, she's in California. She's in Northern California. Her name is Raika Yagmei, and she's the founder and CEO of Dating with Confidence. Uh, she's a certified life coach dating relationship expert for single women, as well as a, she's a professional opera, opera singer. You might have heard her on Guys Guys Radio in some of our intros and outros to, uh, to our uh, commercials. Uh, and she's a wonderful person. She's been featured on Your Tango, Block Talk Radio, Nourishing Real Talk, um, Guys Guys Radio, of course. Um, uh, she helps savvy, smart, high-achieving single women. Her special sauce is really dealing with women who are really successful in business but are looking to become more successful in the area of love. And a lot of times um, people, and it's just human nature, they repeat the same patterns, they, re they date the wrong people, they connect their self-worth and value to feel confident and sexy so they can attract quality relationship-ready men. That's what they need to do. And finally, they want to create the love lives that they desire. And Ragmi helps them out, Raika rather, helps them out. And uh, additionally, she is uh, she's an Iranian-American, so she also helps Eastern and Middle Eastern women navigate the dating culture in the West, which can be tricky, um, as, as that's an understatement. She coaches women virtually by phone and Skype all around the world through private sessions, group classes, and do-it-yourself online courses. So, And she's one of my favorite dating coaches, and she's a really nice person. So let's welcome Raika Yagme to the show. How are you, Raika? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that kind introduction. Uh, my pleasure and well-deserved. So let's start right in, because uh, the dating uh, game, if you will, is seems to have gotten crazy. A couple of uh, 
and I interview different coaches, male uh, experts and, and female experts, and I'm getting a real uh, kind of a, there's a gap between what's going on with uh, the women's perspective and the guys' perspectives. I'm getting a little bit too much anger out of the guys, and the women are on their, their own uh, track to achievement and long overdue recognition, which is a good thing, and they want... From what I've heard, they want men to be men in the best sense of the word. And the guys are a little bit confused as to what they're supposed to be. And some of them are a little pissy about some of the things that are going on. So why don't you give me your perspective as, a, as an expert in this area? What's kind of the state of dating right now in 2019 versus like what it was even a couple of years ago? Well, I think that um, the dating apps, uh, in uh, addition to the hashtag MeToo movement has definitely affected, um, you know, the dating world as well. Um, I think that um, somewhat we have a superficial uh, approach to dating because of the swipe left, swipe rough, right nature of the dating apps. And also women are really stepping into their power ever since the hashtag MeToo movement happened and they're speaking up. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I think that all of this affects the way uh, not only both men and women are showing up to the dating scene, but also the way they interpret, understand, and react or respond, you know, to, mm -hmm. um, to it. Okay. So, um, that, I, I, the, these are, I mean, this is stuff that's, that's real and it's happening. You know what I, I hear a lot, um, that, uh, from, particularly from the, from the female side that, uh, it's more about, I'm getting more like seriousness with, uh, dating, almost like treat, teaching, uh, treating it like it's a business. And, um, I'm not hearing enough in my opinion, um, romance and fun and uh it and it seems like the guys are nervous and the women are all business about this do, do you hear that and, and do you think that's a problem or that's just the way it is because i always thought that you know dating's supposed to be a fun sport and there should be some spontaneity and it should be a little mystery when you're finding out about something new and now everybody wants like i want your resume i want your references i want to know you know there's there's a, there's a lot that people are asking for up front even though we're in a swipe left swipe right culture uh, everybody want, wants to get down to the bottom of like who this person is almost before you've met them. 100% right. You're, I mean, you are 100% right. And that is uh, the core of what I work with um, my women in my, in, you know, dating with confidence. Um, there is a very masculine um, approach to dating and um, masculine doesn't mean manly. Right. Uh, to clarify it for your audience, masculine is the energy that is required when we are working or getting things done. Mm -hmm. um, for example, showing up to this interview on time, you know, that's a masculine energy. Um, uh, or uh, telling someone what their tasks are. Uh, you know, basically getting things done and being in an orderly fashion, that's all masculine. The feminine energy is the nurturing, curious, open, giving, receiving 
um, comfortable, centered, grounded energy. And unfortunately, because of what women experience in the work um, environment, which is competing with men, standing up to men, uh, trying to get paid as much as men, bringing the equality in, there is this fight energy that is also leaking into the dating world. Mm -hmm. And dating, we have to understand, is all about finding love. It's not a business transaction or a business meeting. And it requires a very different skill set. And unfortunately, um, because women had to go so far to the other side of the pendulum to um, be able to, you know, take a stand in the man's man world, um, it's understandable why they are so guarded when it comes to dating. That said, I'm also one who believes in 100% taking personal responsibility. So no matter what our stories are and how we got here, it is our personal responsibility as smart, ambitious, high-achieving, um, career-oriented, sophisticated women to learn how to show up in our love life. And I really believe, Robert, that when um, a woman learns how to show up with vulnerability in her love life and create that safe and secure environment in her personal life with her man. And obviously we're talking about straight women wanting to have a relationship with mm -hmm. straight men. Right, right. So, cause that's what, what I know mm -hmm. how to teach. Um, those women are going to learn how to show up in their full power in the boardroom. Because if we think that the only way to be equal to men at work is through our harsh and guarded way of showing up, we are mistaken big time. And, it, and I don't, all I have to say is go watch the documentary about um, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and you will see what I mean by how she, this incredible, powerful woman um, in the United States uh, has changed law after law after law in the man's man world, keeping her feminine energy just as much as her masculine energy and knowing when to use what. Okay, so you are um, you're kind of guiding and coaching a lot of women who are running into this issue where they have to wear the big boy pants uh, in the boardroom. And then when it comes to dating, um, it sounds like it's hard to flip the switch and put the uh, the pretty dress on, uh, you know, mentally, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is that is that the case? That's what you're saying? Yes. And so how do you work with them to, to do this? How, what do you have to remind them of? Because um, it's it's not easy, and as I as I had mentioned earlier, it seems like dating is feeling. What the vibe I'm getting is it's feeling very businesslike from the women. The guys are a little bit confused. We'll put them aside for yes, a second. Exactly. Because they're not sure what to think. And then you, you've got me too in a Gillette commercial and all of that, that other stuff going on, and they're like, "What?" But for the ladies, how, how do you um, guide them to uh, 
be able to, to, to take a couple of steps to slow down when, okay, I'm dating now. I don't have, I'm not in the boardroom. I have to, I have to dial up the femininity, um, but also be assertive and strong and everything. There's nothing of course wrong with that and to be a full equal partner. So how do you, mm-hmm. how do you walk them across that bridge? So they don't lose any of their power, but they don't overpower the guys, if you will. But I don't think well, they want to do that. They don't. They, they want men to be men in the best sense of the word. That's what every female relationship coach has told me. The exact same thing that women who are dating guys want men to be men, but in the best sense of the word. Yes, and then we have to understand what that best best sense of the word means, okay. right? Because women say that they want alpha male, but when a man actually wants to take charge then they get upset and then they interpret. So the first thing I teach my women is let's look at, you know, dating and let's look at the requirements. I mean, in in, like really on an ABC level, right? Like why are we dating? We're dating because we want to find love. Mm -hmm. So love is, one of the highest forms, it is the highest emotional vibration on the chart of emotional, you know, you can Google this and yep. mm-hmm. see it. It's all the way on the very top. So you got to understand that if you want to attract true, meaningful, loyal, committed, trusting, love, respect, then you cannot go in with your proverbial boxing gloves on and jab and bob and weave uh, and and ask the guy to prove himself to you and then give him love. No, it mm-hmm. doesn't work that way. So, so does this make sense? Yeah. How, how do you how do you deal with this? The let's say the ladies want the you know they're attracted to the rugged individual, uh, if you will, the roguish kind of guy who you know, a little bit out of reach, but. Uh, I'm not going to say he's a bad boy per se, but uh, there's a little bit of a mystery there. And then once they kind of catch him and uh, start to shape and mold him over time, they could get bored because, hey, if he was such a rugged individual, why is he doing everything I tell him? Because then it's a reflection on the the woman's uh, how she views herself. And it's like he's listening to me. And then you're dealing with her, her persona and herself. Um, self-perception and then the guy could become like boring because he's just he's he's been conquered what do you do about that or is that well i mean the same the same happens for for men i mean men Mm -hmm. also you know go after the chase and sometimes they get bored so here's the deal to all men and women who are out there looking for love you are either looking for a mature grown-up relationship or you're looking for teenage you know um, chase and having a good time and the Romeo and Juliet. If that's the case, then um, your you and our my conversation is not for them. They need to they need to go listen to another radio station. But if we're talking, if we're it, our audience is an audience that you know that that need to understand that they need to put up their big boy and big girl pants and date like an adult. We're talking about building a lifetime with someone. How do uh, how how do the uh, how do you uh, advise the women then? How did how can they qualify? Um, Because you basically work more with women than guys. So let's talk about how you how do you get the women to qualify the guys without 
making it feel like a business interview um, for a big job? Well, one of the things that I teach them in my quality man method, which is a method that I teach them in terms of attracting and dating quality men so that they can have options and then they choose which one is a match or not. One of the processes that we go through in my course is learning about first learning about who we are as women and what do we really want. Most of the time, Robert, if you ask women what they want in a relationship, they don't know. They really don't know. They want love, but they don't have the details. And that's a very dangerous place to be, to go into the dating world and, and, and not know exactly what you want. You have an idea of what you want, but you're not specific. And we know that any successful person does better when they are specific about what they want. Now, by success, by specific, I'm not talking about the list. Oh, right? I, yeah, well, it is a list, but I'm not talking about 120 things on the list. Right. Right. And I'm not talking about 120 things of the attractive stuff versus the important stuff. Right. So, what is the difference? Attractive stuff is like, oh, we have a lot in common. We both swim. Well, swimming together is not going to get you a lifetime of commitment and building a relationship together. Let me tell you that. So, you know, or we both, uh, you know, he, he went to an Ivy League school or he is charming and he is, you know, he makes great money. All of that is attractive qualities, and it is very important to understand the difference between important qualities and attractive qualities. So let's mm -hmm. understand what is important qualities. Important qualities are going to be like, does he have listening skills? Right. Can he communicate in a mature manner where he can, um, you know, um, Stand up and have a conversation um, and resolve conflict. It, does he have fight or flight? Mm -hmm. Is he the kind of man that even though he might not be into swimming, however, he supports my love for swimming and he gives me space to do what I love? How about uh, values? How do you factor in uh because to me, when we get into what's important, it's usually what helps make a relationship happen is if the, the couple has, they share similar values, um, how they view yes. uh, dealing with other people, family, money, career. Because if those things are not in sync, they usually, uh, it comes up and it comes out and it, they can become, any of those can become an issue over time after the magical sparkles wear off. Yes, and that's the part where I was saying at the beginning, a woman really needs to know herself. And in that process, we talk about values and what is it that you must have in your life. Then out of those values and out of the important qualities and out of the, the things that you want to have in a relationship, you get in my program, in the Quality Man Method, you get to have Five non-negotiables. Those are five fights you're not going to have with a man. Give me, uh, give us a couple examples of what those. So, could be. for example, you know, I want a man who is respectful. 
or I want a man who, who even who even further, let's go even in a broader umbrella. I want a responsible man. So I ask them, what does responsibility mean? Mm-hmm. Well, responsible means that he's responsible with money. He is somebody that, you know, takes care of his bills. He's not, you know, uh, a procrastinator, a debtor, you know, he, right. I don't know if that's a word. Gambler but, you know, or whatever. Gambler, exactly. Um, he... He is responsible towards the relationship, so he's not like running around, you know, sleeping with different women or chatting with different women. You know, he's he shows signs of responsibility towards this relationship and growing it. Mm-hmm. Um, he is responsible in terms of the way he shows up and um, and treats people. You know, he does it in okay. a responsible manner. So that's one way of coming up. I mean, again, there's a process, Robert. Um, that we do, and uh, which is part of the course, but those are the results that they come up with. Okay, sounds good. Um, so once you've gotten uh, you know your client to understand who she is and what she wants, and I would assume part of that is also realizing, okay, what is which a lot of people don't do is asking themselves, what do I have to offer? That's unique. Um, everybody's different and everybody's special. But, you know, really people have to understand like, hey, I can do this or this. They have to have a, you know, they, they, they can't have their head in the clouds too much. There's a lot of guys, they lay on a couch, they're watching hockey and they want to go out with, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Instagram fitness model and like, you know what, yes. just come on, get real. And that their expectations are out of sync. So once the woman that you're working with, uh, she understands who she is and what she can offer and she knows how to do the qualification of the guys and the value oriented qualification, how do, how do you advise them to kind of get started? Because to me, there's like three ways you can meet people. One is through friends or business or business events, and th- those are always good. Friends is tricky because not everybody has the same taste. Because you think like, "Hey, I'll bet these two would get together great," and then it's like oil and water. And then business is good because you know it, everybody's on their best behavior, and you can keep it at a business level, and then see what happens. The subtext can be a lot of fun. It can be mysterious, and everybody's in kind of a quote unquote successful mode. So that's kind of cool. The other way is just you know you meet somebody at the laundromat or whatever. The old fashioned way people still meet each other uh, organically. And then there's uh, through technology, through the apps. So how do you advise if, you you know, the women, they're go-getters and they're making things happen and they don't want to necessarily wait for the guy to come to them, but they want the man to step up. It's a Mm -hmm. tricky, it's a tricky, it's a slippery slope. How do you guide them? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, the um, dating apps nowadays is really giving the woman the upper hand to approach a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you actually like them or send them a message, that's how it starts. Uh, second of all, um, in the quality man method, I teach my ladies how to throw softballs at men. Okay. Okay. So the woman, um, part of that feminine um, uh, energy is to... Show the man that you are available, mm-hmm. right? So if so, this whole idea of playing hard to get, that's great for high school, but if you want to find your life partner, that ain't going to work. Okay. So instead of playing hard to get, you basically show the guy that you're interested or you want to take things to the next level. So for example, let's say you're talking online and chatting with them and you really want to hear his voice and kind of like move things forward. Right. So you can say, you know, I'm really enjoying getting to know you and I love our chats. 
Um, but I can't help but thinking what your voice sounds like. Here's my number. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a really cool, flirtatious way to tell a guy, I want to hear your voice, but I also want you to call me first. Yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. And I actually think it's very important because, you know, when you're going back and forth with texting or uh, through an app or whatever, you know, it gets to the point where that's, that's one specific exchange of energy. But when you hear somebody's voice, things change. They go to a different level and it could get a lot deeper or it could be a turnoff. But uh, mm-hmm. usually there's an energetic resonance if, you, if you're in sync with the other person. And it's a really good thing um, to, to have a phone conversation. I'll just give you a quick aside, though. But, you know, with all the rules we make, rules can be broken. I had a thing where when I was dating online, I had my whole routine. I would, you know, read the woman's profile and then I would ask her a question about the profile. And then we'd go back and forth once or twice. And then I'd send her my number, hoping that she would send me her number. I wanted her to have my number to know so she would know I wasn't creepy guy and and I was like being right out there. And invariably, the woman would send me, if she was interested, her number. And then we'd have a phone call. And then if that, and a short call, because you can get on the phone with somebody and you can spend hours. And then you meet somebody in person and it's like, ooh, you know, what was I thinking? Because it's another exchange of energy. But invariably, it always turned out to be a good thing, except for the one time. My wife got on to, uh, she went on match for a three-day free trial and she winked at me and I sent a note and she sent one back and she said, uh, let's get together. And I said, well, why don't we have a phone call? And she goes, no, we don't, we need, we don't, we don't need a phone call. Let's just get together. And I was like, yes, we thinking to myself, yes, we need a phone call. And then I realized, and I'm like, these are just rules I made up. You know, you have exactly. to, you got to throw the rules out the window if it feels right and go with your gut. And I said, all right, exactly. let's meet, let's meet. And we did. And we started dating. And uh, then she pulled another one on me because once we started dating, and I want to get your opinion on this is, um, I was still on line and uh, sniffing around, and she was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the service. Are you on the service?" And she goes, "Well, I, we met, so why don't we go out see how it goes?" And I was like, "All right." And she was right. So I took myself down and uh, off the service, and we kept going out, and it worked out. And it was like, "Wow, you know, that actually made things, whether it worked out or not." It's actually a lot more simple way of doing things instead of juggling five different people. A lot of people who are dating, they're really going at it dating. How do you Mm -hmm. advise the ladies you work with in terms of should you go out with one guy a couple of times and see how it works out? Or should you keep a lot of balls in the air? Uh, No pun intended. (laughs) Um, I ask them, uh, I tell them to date three people at the same time. And the reason is with women the difference is women tend have a tendency to want to stick to one person and fantasize and make them like force the image of this person to or force this person to fit their image of what their life partner is. Mm-hmm. So um, the challenge with women um, and again, this is generalizing, you know, not all women are like us. Um, but generally speaking, women um, have a tendency, in my experience, to want to make that one person the end-all, be-all. And I teach them, no, go out with three, three men so that mm-hmm. you can keep perspective. And, you know, I teach them that you go into the process of dating. And then the one who is like the winner, then you go into exclusive exclusive dating and then you don't date Mm -hmm. anybody else and then from there you go into boyfriend girlfriend and then from there you go into marriage or long-term relationship whatever it is that you want to do um so i like like it yeah i like it a lot 
Yeah, so there is a process and I really teach them to take their time because women want to go on a date and they want the guy to fit the bill on the first date. It ain't gonna work that way. This is dating we're talking about. This is not a pantsuit or a outfit or a, I don't know, a shoe that you're buying. Mm-hmm. You know, it can work out, but sometimes you can't expect that because people have to um, kind of get relaxed with each other. And you don't want to know everything about the person on the first date. It's like too much information. You want to you want a little mystery there. You don't want the whole thing all at once. But you want to know enough about like, is this person for real? They're, they're pretty cool. Do I want to get to know them more? Um, but uh, yeah, you don't want to put every everything out there. So how do you advise the ladies then? OK, you're going to get together with the guy. and And I think... Let, tell me if you agree or disagree. The ideal mm-hmm. situation would be the guy's been paying attention and mm-hmm. he knows that she likes tapas, let's say, and he comes up with an idea. Why don't we meet and we'll go for, I know this tapas place and we'll go there and, you know, we'll have a glass of wine and we'll try some of the food and it's great. And then she thinks like, okay, great. He was paying attention, but I've been to that place and I have another tapas place that's different. And she, she then throws him like, well, let's go to this other place. And now he's off his game because he's like, damn, I thought I was stepping up and now she's already changing things on me. Do you, do you run into that at all where, you know, it's, it's kind of sounds harmless, but people are very um, insecure and prickly when you they first start dating. And it's, you know, getting over that first date jitters, if you will, and who's kind of in charge and how you make it feel good for everybody. It's, it's an important time um, because there may not be an, a next time. Well, I um, say that, you know, the the most important thing that I tell my ladies uh, in the quality man method is that you got to make sure that you're in a safe place. Do not go to his house, Mm -hmm. even if you're invited, you know, uh, unless you know his background, unless, you know, like the old days, we know the families and this, that and the other. But if you're meeting somebody offline or you don't know them, going to each other's home is off the table. But if the guy wants to take you out for coffee or dinner or whatever, then be gracious and say thank you, you know, Mm -hmm. and give him something to let him know that he's winning with you because that will encourage him to step up. And as he learns more about you, then he would um, do more things that you want. But you don't need to make sure that he knows that you have already gone to this tapas place. And who cares if you've gone to the tapas place? You're going again, but you haven't gone with this guy. So have a little grace. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree completely. And I always tell guys, just, you know, set the date up, suggest something based on, you know, what you've learned about the lady. And then, you know, keep it simple and pick up the tab and don't even like get into any of that. Just, you know, after the first date, you'll figure out who's who and you can decide how you want to run your relationship <clears throat> that way. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe you will, just, maybe you won't, Robert. Maybe you will, maybe you won't after the first date. And, right. and I, it's really important that for that both men and women don't have this expectation that one date is going to tell them if this is the person for them mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a great point. I guess what I was uh, trying to say was, you know, the, for the guy, just keep it simple. Take her out, pick up the tab, and then see what happens after that. But don't get into the whole thing about who pays and who picks and this and that. Suggest something. Come up with a plan. Pick up the tab, keep it simple, make sure she gets home safely, and then you can see what happens from there. Now, if uh, 
let's say the lady thinks there was a good time. You had a good, she had a good time. It was a short and sweet date. He, uh, he did everything I just mentioned and, uh, she wants to follow up. And nowadays it seems like for whatever reason, people, uh, they disappear, they ghost, they're just gone. And you have no idea why, how do you advise your uh, clientele to deal with that? Because it's just a fact of life. It happens in business too now where mm-hmm. clients and agencies and they just ghost each other and like the, the you know the the what you call grace um just in dealing with other people um it's 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 far and few between sometimes uh how do you manage to uh uh make sure that you're managing these ladies expectations with and that they don't get bitter because i i'm totally against this whole ghosting thing i mean just just man up or and if you're a woman, the same thing. Don't just disappear on people. You don't want to get into a confrontation, but have a, have a little bit of elan where you 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 know how to handle situations like that, and you can let somebody down in a in, a, in an easy way. Well, um, I don't see people not being a match as a letdown or a rejection. Um, you know, not mm-hmm. everybody is a match. You sure. only need one person to be your match. So, yep. uh, frankly, let's say in the pool of 100%, so in the pool of 100 men that you're going to date, you're going to have 99 not matches and one match, mm-hmm. right? So you can't really say that you got rejected 99 times. Um, you didn't find your match and you're going to find, you know, you just need one person, you just need one fish to have a meal, right? Mm-hmm. So... What I do in the quality man method process, we spend a whole, you know, bunch, like good amount of time working on how to deal with um, the emotional side, like how to become more confident in dating. So basically ghosting is one of them, Um, being frustrated with, with going on dates and not finding the right man or being disappointed is one is another one of them. Um, you know, so w- w- what do I tell them to do? By the time they've gone through the quality man method, these women are so awesome and so confident that many times they're like, oh, I didn't hear from him. Well, I guess he was not a match. Off to the next. Oh, good. That's that's refreshing. Very doing a great job. Doing a great job. So, how do you how do you advise the ladies to deal with you know the kind of a very sensitive psyche that a lot of men, particularly a lot of the young guys, have nowadays? Because you know the whole Me Too movement, and then there's a you know the Gillette ad that came out, and a lot of guys are feeling under siege and everything. And I always tell them, hey, you know the whole patriarchy has been going on for centuries, and women have really gotten a crappy deal uh, over over the centuries, not just the last couple of years, and it's it's come to a head, and things are changing the the battleship is shifting and uh what you need to do guys is just just listen and if you if you're a good guy and you haven't been guilty of some of this stuff um then you have nothing to worry about just you might you might take a little bit of a backlash because uh you are a guy but so what just uh, just keep going and uh you know, be be better, be better than ever, and uh, things should work out. And in fact, it, this could be the best time ever to be a man because this is a time where a man can be anyone, anybody he wants to be. Yet it's also a time where it's never been less clear who men really are. So, how do you advise the women to deal with this sensitive psyche that some of the guys have now about? 
you know, Me Too and the Gillette ad and all of that. And the, and the feeling that like, oh, guys are like well, this, this term, toxic masculinity. And a lot of guys are freaked out by that because it's basically saying poisonous, poisonous men. And you'd never say toxic, toxic femininity. And, um, you know, I don't think guys need to take it all that seriously and literally. I think they just need to listen and um, and do a good job and things will work out just fine. What What is your advice for the women in terms of dealing with guys who are all freaked out by everything that's going on? Well, in my private Facebook group, um, Dating Tips for Savvy Single Ladies, I talk there, you know, at least every week uh, on Tuesdays, we have a dating tip night. And I, uh, through Facebook Live, and I talk um, at length with the ladies about the Me Too movement and the fact that there is one thing to stand up for yourself and not be taken advantage of. However, that does not give you the right to put all men in the same category and go about... um, interacting with men in a defensive, protective, guarded, and somewhat making them guilty before they even committed mm-hmm. any crime. Do you see so, that happening, Raika? Is that happening? Not with my women. Okay. I mean, I see it on a... So, yes, yes, I, for example, yes, actually, I, I'll take that back. Not on a Me Too on a, in a hashtag me too way. But for example, last week, a new client uh, who's just started to work with me posted in our private Facebook group that, you know, I just met this guy and he asked me if I'm dating anybody else. And I think he's very insecure. And I said, well, first of all, did you ask him if he's insecure? And did he say yes? And if you haven't, then that's your interpretation. And second of all, let me remind you, you ladies want to be the center of attention of a guy. Now that a guy is asking you if you're dating anybody else, you make him wrong. Mm -hmm. Now that he is interested in you. So what's up with that attitude? Mm -hmm. And so they course correct and they understand that they're interpreting and um, you know, change their interpretation in a way that benefits them in the in the love world rather than sabotage them. Okay. You know, we are are we're all money. I mean, um, meaning making machines as humans. So obviously, mm-hmm. we're going to interpret. Uh, so what I teach my women is the first rule is one hundred percent no bashing men. You, we got to heal any part of you that has any kind of negativity towards men because men are not stupid quality men who've done the same amount of work that you're doing on yourself on their self growth and evolving. Mm -hmm. They feel it and they're not going to babysit you. Good point. Um, let's shift a little bit, go back to what we were talking about. You know, you said, you know, women should date a couple of guys, three guys or something. I think that's great. How do you teach them to manage the, uh, the apps then in the dating sites? Cause it's easily to get, to dive into the deep end there and then be overrun by so many suitors, if you will. How do you keep them to the, like, you know, dating three guys when it's so tempting to like, Oh, look at that one over there. Or he sounds interesting. How do you, how do you advise them? not to get sucked into that? Well, so the women that I work with are 
really serious about finding love, right? So by the time they go through the quality man method, they are so, you know, I put them on a um, kind of like a regiment of 30 to 40 days of not dating at all. So during that time, we're really working on them. And by the time they graduate from that level, they are so ready to find the right guy that I rarely see, I I honestly have rarely seen in my in my uh, programs where a woman is like, well, but what about that guy? And what about that guy? No, what, once, they, once they have about three people, uh, my advice to them is, um, or my suggestion, because I can't really advise them. My suggestion is close your apps, meet the three guys, mm-hmm. right. date them so you're not confused. And mm-hmm. then if you are, you know, letting go of one of them, keeping the two, two of them and still right. not sure if they're the match, mm-hmm. then go yep. online and date another guy. Um, I did have mm-hmm. a woman um, okay. in my program. I, I still have her. We still are working because now she's she's okay. working on the keep it part of she's already have a she already has a boyfriend. Right. And now we're working on the keep it part mm-hmm. of the relationship because finding is one thing. Keeping right. it is a whole different ball of you know, mm-hmm. uh, game. So she, uh, had a suitor who broke up with her and said, I can't. And then, um, and she was disappointed, but not like, you know, she wasn't heartbroken or anything. She was just like, Oh, I liked him. And she ended up dating this other guy that she was seeing this other guy, you know, um, felt more and more right to her. And, uh, so they started progressing and the guy, the other guy came back and said, you know, I've made a huge mistake. I was scared. And he was very honest, very honest, very open. You know, I've broken up. This happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And my client, um, I don't know, let's call her Shelby. Um, Shelby was like, Reiko, what do I do? Because, you know, he seems like a pretty honest man, but I also have this other guy that I really, you know, I've now progressed in my relationship with but I also like this new guy, you know, this guy that came back. And I said, you know, Shelby, you really got to look at um, the where these two men are. They're both quality men. And the fact that this guy is talking to you and telling you the truth about him is huge. Many mm-hmm. people don't do that, men right. or women, but right. he's doing it. However, um, you need to evaluate and see if he is at the same level of readiness as you are, is that something that you're willing to wait till he evolves and is at a place of not being scared of a relationship or is that not something you want to wait? And, you know, lo and behold, after a little bit of chatting with him, she decided, you know, you're right. I, I just don't want, I'm at a place where I have worked for two years on myself. I'm very ready to be in a relationship. Okay. Um, our special guest is uh, Raika Yagami, and um, it's Guys Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manny. I just have two two more questions, um, and they're kind of general. You're in up in Northern California in the San Francisco area, and uh, the demographic probably is not that favorable for ladies up there. I think the reputation San Francisco has had over time is that there's a, um, a quite a, a lot of gay guys in San Francisco. I don't mm-hmm. think that I don't think that's a, a mystery, and I'm not saying that's anything wrong with that. But I think the city has had that kind of reputation over over the years. I think that's a limiting belief because I say that because I was one who had that for 
mm, 12 years. Okay. Uh, my first 12 years of living here, and I was, uh, I, I had exactly the belief that, uh, and you know, being a professional opera singer, I am a, a, around a lot of gay men uh, mm. in in that profession. So I was like, oh, you know, 90% of men in San Francisco are gay, and the 10% that are straight are so snobby because they know that we straight women need them. Like I had this whole theory worked out. And based okay. on that theory, I outsourced, uh, meaning I dated long distance, and I had 11 men who cheated on me um, because I was coming from a place of fear in dating mm-hmm. to begin with. When I realized that I have not knocked on everybody's door to see if San Francisco has short of, shortage of straight men. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that. So I, that's just okay. a limiting belief. Okay, that's a belief. good answer. All right, I, I say it, I ask it respectfully, um, and thank you. That's a good answer. Um, with that in mind, now you work with also uh, Middle Eastern women. Um, we're in a Western culture here. What are some of the uh, hurdles that you help them get over in terms of dating Western style? I think that as Middle Eastern and Eastern cultures, whether it's like Far East or Middle East, um, we, um, and including myself because I'm Iranian-American, we have, we don't have this idea of dating, at least not in my generation, you know, and I'm in my 40s. So we didn't grow up with the idea of dating. You either are in a relationship or you're not. And so the Western world has a different approach to dating, which I actually really love because you get to know the person and, you know, you can really stop a lot of the mistakes that can cost you like a divorce at the end or having two kids with, you know, separate parents. So I help um, women from the East and Middle East to adjust to dating in the Western world and how to navigate it and how to understand men at this level, if they are going about dating, um, you know, uh, Western women, men. I also work with women, like for example, I have an Indian um, client who's in Washington, DC, who happens to actually find a lot of Indian men on um, Bumble. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome too, you know, and she came to me saying, I totally don't wanna do any Indian men. I'm so against it. So we work on limiting beliefs and, and any kind of box that we put ourselves through, through whatever messaging that, that they've learned mm-hmm. as they go through this so that they can really open the doors of opportunity and possibility in Great. dating. I love it. I love it. And uh, you also, as an opera singer, you have a wonderful voice and I, I think you have a, a wonderful perspective and I'm sure your clients are really getting a lot out of working with you. So Rika Yagmei. Founder and CEO of Dating with Confidence. Tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and your services and online, etc. Absolutely. If you go, or I'm everywhere on social media and on the internet. So if you go to datingwithconfidencecoaching.com, make sure you put that coaching in there. Dating with confidence coaching.com. The very first thing you're going to see on the top of my um, page is a free um, report that you can download right away. That's going to tell you where to meet and find quality men, um, different ways of, you know, online dating and a lot of offline, offline dating 
um, ideas as to where you can find um, the men that are more of your match. Great. Okay, fantastic. Well, listen, as always, great speaking with you, Raika, and thank you for this lively, interesting, provocative conversation on Guys Guys Radio. All the best to you. Thank you. Robert Manny's The Guys Guys Guide to Love is a fast-paced tale of flawed men and savvy women competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. It's the men's successor to Sex in the City. The Guys Guys Guide to Love is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue. Available now on Amazon and wherever books are sold. We're back on Guys Guys Radio. It's your host, Robert Manny. Hey, thanks for listening. This was a great show with Raika. She gave us a little bit of a peek under the tent into the world of how women work with other women in terms of how they connect with guys, what they're thinking, what they think of us, what do they think of each other, how, they, how they're working it. A little intelligentsia for us guys. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Um, this is Guys Guys Radio, and as I mentioned earlier in the show, the whole Guys Guys movement started with my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love. It's a rom-com. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's been called The Male Sex in the City, and it's got great reviews. You can pick it up on Amazon or any of the uh, e-tailers. You can get the physical book or the digital book. Um, Guys Guys Radio, uh, we're all, of course, we're on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific time, and we're on... 106.5, 102.3 FM, 1050 AM. We're on KCAARadio.com, the streaming there. Uh, we're also on iHeartRadio.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, Blog Talk Radio. So you can catch us all over any of these platforms and listen on demand whenever you want. I would ask if you want to support the show, pick up my novel. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You can check the reviews out. Guys like it a lot because it, it, it comes from a guy's point of view, and it's, it's pretty authentic that way. And women like it because it's, it's fun. And uh, it's, not, it's a blue sky type of book. It's not mean-spirited, but it's real. It's about real life. Um, also, uh, my blog is at robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com. So there's always, there's over 350 blogs on everything about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness, kind of through the guys, guys, lens, and filter. You can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm all over social media, and I love doing the show. So we're going to be back next week, same time. And until then, have a great week. And as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>